Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So we're going to talk a little football, and we're going to do it with one of the best right now, Brian Baldinger. Find him on Twitter, BaldyNFL, NFL Network, Fox Sports, Odyssey NFL Insider. My favorite follow on all of social media, especially after what you just posted, Brian. So um, I love I love Aaron Rodgers, man. And I love Devontae Adams. And I don't think Devontae yeah. Adams gets enough respect. You know, you see these top wide receiver lists. Do you think yeah. he does? Where do you rank him uh, well, among receivers? I think so. I mean, I think these last two years, I mean, he was healthy last year, led the league in, you know, touchdown catches, tied Sterling Sharp and the great uh, history of the Green Bay Packers for most touchdown catches in the season a year ago. You know, he's a a great route runner, as Jalen Ramsey uh, called him, a router. He's just a great router. And, um, you know, for a guy that was the eighth wide receiver taken, Ryan, in 2014, that was the year of Sammy Watkins and Odell Beckham and Mike Evans. That that special group, he might be the best of all of them. I completely agree. Who's the starting quarterback week one for the Packers? Is it Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, Blake Bortles, or any of the other dudes that they picked up? I Ryan, I have said this since this this whole thing has been out there, that Aaron Rodgers will be under center. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's 37, 38. I haven't, I haven't Googled his name lately. But, you know, he's up there, and he's coming off an MVP year. He's not going to have any more fun sitting out, you know, whatever his stance is, whatever it's all about, because I don't think anybody has made a clear statement exactly what it's all about. So, you know, whatever has sort of made him bristle, uh, he's not going to have any more fun trying to make a statement. In fact, I contend, Ryan, that <clears> – <throat> He had the same feelings all season long. He's just a rare individual that can block it all out and really use it as a great source of motivation and have his best season ever. I don't know that he would have had his best season if he didn't have some of the feelings he has towards certain members of the organization, how they do things. Uh, I think he used it as really – motivation all season long and the results were just a great great year yeah and I completely agree with you and also I just don't see him retiring we just saw him in the match the guy looks great and is also yeah. he obviously cares about his legacy does he want his last game to be losing to Tom Brady in the NFC title game where he goes three and out three straight incompletions where he's trying to force the ball to Devante and they send out the field goal unit Mason Crosby I just don't see his career ending that way and why would Green Bay trade him to Denver for draft picks that they can't use until next season I just don't see him getting moved man I don't see him getting moved. I don't see the option right now, even if it's Denver. I mean, I think – like I, so if you just say Denver, Ryan, we just play it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think these guys looked at what Tom Brady did last year. I really do because they all kind of look and study each other. Uh, and they saw Brady in a pandemic-stricken world um, go to Tampa, and nobody thought Tampa was a Super Bowl contending team. Nobody. They thought they might have a winning record. Nobody thought they could win a Super Bowl. And they saw Tom Brady, with all the restrictions, go and win a Super Bowl. And I think Aaron Rodgers says, all right, you give me Jerry Judy and you give me, you know, all these guys in Denver, uh, you know, with an offensive line that's well coached, I'll go win a Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I think that's kind of how he thinks. I think he thought the same thing. Give me a, let me go to Chicago with Allen Robinson and yeah. David Montgomery in that defense. I, I'll go with Chicago Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, how they, that's how they're wired. That's how Russell Wilson is wired. And so, 
But I just don't think it's going to happen now. There's just too many moving parts, too much money exchanged for it to happen. And I think that Aaron Rodgers will be under center week one. Let's say that's the case. Let's say Tom Brady's obviously back in Tampa Bay, and I expect them to be even better. We'll see what Russell Wilson looks like. But you know the team that I think everybody's sleeping on? Maybe maybe not in the betting world, but I don't know what Matthew Stafford's going to look like in Sean McVay's offense, but I'm really excited to find out. Who do you like in the NFC this year? Let's say Rodgers is back, everybody's back. What are your expectations for the NFC this year? Well, I like the Rams. You know, the Rams are an unusual team. They're, they're, nobody is built like the Rams. The Rams are a complete star-studded team. So when you get Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and now you get, you know, the quarterback, you've given up a lot of draft capital to get those players. So they don't have, outside of Stafford, they don't have a single player in offense that's a first-round pick. So, you know, they put all their money, you know, into their stars, which is fine. When the stars play big, they win. And when Aaron Donald gets hurt against the Packers, you know, they kind of fall apart. So that's how they're built. So, you know, and I was talking to Aaron Cromer this week, the ex-offensive line coach, and I, I think they're – I mean, you lose Aaron Cromer, you lose Shane Waldron to Seattle, the offense coordinator, you lose uh, Brandon, you know, uh, to the Chargers uh, and what they're going to do defensively now. Um, I think they've lost a lot, and I think it's going to hurt that team. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. We're talking right now with Brian Baldinger. You can find him on Twitter, Baldy NFL. I love the Baldy breakdowns. And the other one, so I got the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Love seeing that. But the other quarterback I'm really high on, and it's amazing what he did his rookie season, Brian, especially when you consider the fact, man, there was no preseason. There was really no OTAs because of the pandemic. Yeah. And Justin Herbert, yeah. I loved him in Oregon. Yeah. Everybody told me I was crazy. Never believe in an Oregon quarterback, Marcus Mariota, this, that. It, that yeah. stuff drives me nuts, man. It's just like this, uh, don't believe in Justin Fields because, you know, name me right. an Ohio State quarterback that's ever succeeded. Exactly. What, are your thoughts you on that, what are your thoughts on the Chargers this year, Brian? I love them. I love him. You know, um, I, I kind of blanked on Brandon Staley, but Brandon Staley obviously yeah. comes from the Rams to be the head coach. You know, if you look at what he did with the Rams, Ryan, the, the Rams were the number 17th ranked off, uh, defense in 2019. Uh, 2020, they're the number one ranked defense. If they make anywhere near that kind of elite defensively with Derwin James and Joey Boza, you know, and, and all the guys that they've drafted and the guys that they've added to that defense – and you let Justin Herbert go play with Corey Lindsley at center now, yeah. a rebuilt offensive line. Um, man, I think, I think the Chargers are going to be competing. I mean, I believe there will be at least two playoff teams from the AFC West, and my choice right now is the Chargers will be that team chasing after the Chiefs. Man, I love to hear that. And is it the Chiefs still – are the Chiefs still the team to beat? You know, I know they've improved the offensive line a little bit. Watching them in the Super Bowl was kind of painful. Watching Mahomes run for his life. Do you think they're back this year as the favorites? Well, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has come out this offseason, and he has said that he wants to go 20-0. and 0. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> you know, you look at the offensive line now. I mean, it's completely rebuilt. Uh, Zeus goes over there at left tackle, and Joe Tooney goes in at left guard, and you know uh, the doctor comes back at right guard, and they they draft Creed Humphrey. I mean, I, I think they're going to be really, really good. Um, so I think everybody is looking up at the Chiefs right now. I completely agree. Another team that you can't really call them a sleeper after last season, but it's the Bills. And have you ever seen a quarterback improve the way Josh Allen? Because I love Josh Allen out of the draft, man. He's big, he's tall, he's strong. We knew he had the arm strength. But the way that he improved his accuracy, like I've never seen a quarterback do that in one offseason. Are you pretty high on him and the Bills, or do you think maybe they come back down to earth this year? I'm with you, Ryan. I've never seen it. 
he went from throwing, you know, 20, 23 <laughs> touchdown passes to, you know, 20 touchdown passes to 39. Um, Stephon Diggs helped a bunch. I mean, he was the best receiver in football a year ago. That helped. But he still made throw after throw. I mean, I, I just went through the the touchdown reel of – I just had nothing better to do. The touchdown reel of <laughs> Stephon Diggs just now. Yeah. And the throws were – I mean, Stephon Diggs is an unbelievable route runner, but the throws were, were incredible. It was one good one after another. Uh, I'm, I'm very high on the Bills. I'm very high on uh, what Josh Allen has done, and I don't believe that there's going to be this fall back to earth. I don't know if he'll throw 37 touchdown passes. That's a lot. Right. But he'll be in the 30s for sure, and he's kept his mistakes down. And I don't think you're going to go see him you know, throw ball – you know, just throw – passes with horrible touch anymore. I just don't think we're going to see that quarterback that we saw most of his rookie season. What do you make of the Dallas Cowboys heading into this season? Because I mean, I just, I don't know what to make of Mike McCarthy. Obviously I told you I'm a green Bay fan and I love Mac, you know, but I just feel, I don't want to say the game has passed them by, but I just feel like I was watching the same offense. And especially, I mean, it's kind of unfair to judge because Dak goes down. You got Andy Dalton behind center. What do you make of the Cowboys this year? Well, we get a chance to watch them on Hard Knocks, Ryan. I know, you know? I'm so jacked, um, Brian. So we're people are going to. I mean, I I, I, po- I was just in Frisco, Texas. I was at their facility. You know, I just posted something about them. You love them or you hate them, but you always talk about them, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about them throughout. You know, throughout training camp, throughout August. Uh, I think offensively they have a chance, especially if they get their offensive line together. They get their tackles back. They play with backup tackles all year. Zach Martin stays healthy. I mean, with the offensive line healthy, I expect the offense to be pretty good. I, I just, you know, defensively they've got a lot of holes. That's a big question mark all the way around. And just because you change defense coordinators doesn't – Dan Quinn coming in from Mike Nolan doesn't really – change anything their personnel had to change and the effort had to change so we'll see if dan can do that but i'm with you on mike i mean kellen moore calls the plays mike mccarthy didn't look like he was a guy that was large and in charge on the sideline um i think it's hard for guys that i've known mike a long long time in his business um when he was in san francisco when he was in new orleans kansas city i've known mike a long time he's always been the play caller yeah and so i just think when guys give up the play calling I think they lose a lot. Yeah. I think that keeps them in the game. I, I mean, I know there's a lot of other responsibilities, and there's a lot of guys in this league that don't call plays and are great coaches. Mike Tomlin comes to mind. But, but, Mike, but Mike has always been the play caller. He could always find that play, you know, to, to get, dig yourself out of a hole, to convert a third down, to get, the, you know, a game-winning drive, all that stuff. And now he, he seems to be removed from it. And I'm not sure, especially with the mass policy last year, just how tuned in he is. And so I'm with you. I want to see Mike McCarthy and his input on this team. Brian, the team, my sleeper team in the AFC is a team you uh, were with from 88 to 91. I'm, I'm believing in the Colts. I know that that's, that's, a lot to, that's a lot to buy into, man, with Carson Wentz. What are, what are your expectations for them? I mean, they won double-digit games, went to the playoffs with Phillip Rivers last year. Do you think Carson Wentz could kind of revive his career? Well, he has to. I mean, they're banking on it. And so, I mean, there, there's there's nobody else there, you know. I mean, this is Carson's team. I mean, you know, they really they drafted Sam Ellinger. I mean, whatever. But yeah. I mean, this is Carson's team. He's he has played a total of nine snaps in the postseason in his life. Now, those are injuries, injury related type things. But still, quarterbacks get measured by how they perform in the postseason. Right or wrong, that's what you always put up. 
you know, their record, Super Bowls, et cetera. And so this is a playoff team. This is a good football team. It's a good defense to a very good defense. They're well coached on that side of the ball. Um, Jonathan Taylor was a stud last year in the second half of the season. Um, he, he's – and they've got a bunch of young receivers. This is, this is all on Carson. It's all on him. And, he, you know, his mechanical issues last year were real. So, you know, those things just don't go away because you put a different helmet on, mm-hmm. wear a different uniform. I mean, that takes a lot of work to go back and, and get back to the basics of throwing a football. And he, I hope he, he, he does that. I hope he takes it seriously. I hope Frank coaches him hard in Indianapolis. But everything around the quarterback is set to win. Baldy, we asked uh, Chris Carino. We had him on earlier on in the show. We asked him for his NBA pick. Who do you think is winning the championship? Uh, I'm just the biggest Devin Booker fan there is. And um, – Chris Paul's unreal. I'm I'm gonna stay. I'm I know I know what uh, Milwaukee just did, but I'm I'm gonna stay with the Suns. I love it. All right, we got 30 seconds. I got to ask you this: outside of Trevor Lawrence, which rookie quarterback are you most interested in watching this year? Uh, I, I think it's Justin Fields, just because I I don't know how anybody that's been around the game of football couldn't see him as the second best quarterback, and in some days might be the best. Thank you. So I. Like, I know what they're saying in Chicago. I'm not buying any of it. I've seen Andy Dalton play for a decade. He's a great guy. You want him on your team? Probably. I don't. The players will decide when Justin Fields, Khalil Mack, you know, Eddie Jackson, those guys are going to tell you when this guy's ready to go. And I think he's going to be ready pretty fast. I completely agree with you. Brian, thanks so much for giving us some time, man. Enjoy the NBA Finals, and I can't wait to, uh, you know, yep. talk with you again this season. Great job, Brian. Good talking to you. You bet. Thanks, Brian. That's Baldy. Baldy NFL, Brian Baldinger. Check him out. He's on the NFL Network, Fox Sports, Compass Media, of course, Odyssey NFL Insider. I don't think I've ever wrapped up an interview where I agreed with something that, like, we agreed on everything. I'm with him. Justin Fields, I just don't understand the knock on Justin Fields, especially last year. Oh, well, Justin Fields had a rough week. Justin Fields had a rough week. Justin Fields never knew who he was throwing the ball to or who was blocking for him. Nobody had more COVID issues than Ohio State. The reason that they kept pumping those games out Ohio State was because obviously the Big Ten wanted to sneak him into the college football playoff I just don't see it with Zach Wilson maybe he ends up awesome but I think Justin Fields is going to be great and I think he landed himself in a great situation in Chicago I mean we're all excited to watch Trevor Lawrence obviously but I think Justin Fields is going to be terrific I hope he's the week one starter for the Bears and that's coming from a Packer fan